Most of the time, the effects of rebellion against the word of God are seldom plumbed. Satan, the master of evil, weaves a spider's web with each strand methodically connected for the overall success of wickedness. The satanic effort to discredit God's word, which is the only source of truth and goodness, is incessant. He is the diabolic master of weaving the network of evil. What appears to be unrelated, benign strands turns out to be weapons of orchestrated, catastrophic destruction. Case in point is the subject of breastfeeding. At the end of this God said, man said, I will clarify this opening statement. I am compelled to preface this article on the subject of breastfeeding with this note to mothers who, for reasons such as adoption, various medications harmful to the child via the mother's milk, or mothers who are HIV positive, etc., that God is more than able to supply your child's need. Be sure of this one thing. God is fully aware of your inability to fulfill his directive concerning the matter for breastfeeding. Pray over your baby's formula and food before feeding your child, and you can be confident that God will supply that which is lacking. Let not your heart be troubled. God said by his act of biological design that infants should be breastfed. Genesis chapter 49, verse 25. Even by the God of thy father who shall help thee, and by the Almighty who shall bless thee, with the blessings of heaven above, blessings of the sheep that lieth under, blessings of the breast, and of the womb. Man said that baby formula concocted by science was equal to or even superior to mother's breast milk. Starting in the late 1940s, breastfeeding began to fall out of favor nationally. By the 1950s, infant formula gained widespread endorsement from the pediatric community, and breastfeeding for millions of children and mothers became a thing of the past. Now the record. The handiwork of God is beyond comprehension. Have you ever heard of the rooting reflex? What a miracle of design. If a mother simply rubs the newborn's cheek or rubs the nipple across the child's lips, the infant will automatically open his mouth to nurse. Imagine that this absolutely essential process called the rooting reflex has been instinctively built in by God the Creator. Consider this about breastfeeding. It is estimated that four of every 1,000 infants die because they are not breastfed. At just a 1% American birth rate, that computes to approximately 12,000 infant deaths a year. For simple calculating, let's assume 10,000 deaths a year between 1950 and the year 2000. That computes to 500,000 infant deaths, or over seven times the number of American lives that were lost in the Vietnam War simply due to the lack of breastfeeding. Where are the protesters? Fewer than half of American babies are fed exclusively breast milk during their initial stay at the hospital. When the infants reach the age of six months, only 19% receive breast milk, and at the ripe old age of one year, only 2%. Now compare that with the global average of children being weaned from the breast at 4.2 years. The American Academy of Pediatrics now weighs in with this recommendation that for the baby's optimal health, a mother should breastfeed for at least a full year. The benefits of breastfeeding for mother and child are staggering. That list is long and ever, ever increasing. A growing body of evidence now shows that DHA, which is a fatty acid, is the essential structural ingredient of breast milk. DHA, DHA, excuse me, is lacking in infant formula due to a ban by the FDA. The following is a quote from Dr. William C. Douglas on the subject of DHA. Breast 
fed babies have an IQ of 6 to 10 points higher than formula fed babies. Scientists and nutritional experts attribute this to DHA, an omega-3 fatty acid that's an essential structural component of the brain and retina. It's found naturally in mother's milk. In case it will impress you, the World Health Organization and the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations also endorse the addition of DHA to infant formula. During the last trimester of a pregnancy is when the mother transfers to her baby much of the DHA needed for the development of his or her brain and nervous system. The DHA content of the mother's diet reflects in the amount of DHA passed on to the baby if the baby is not breastfed at all. It also receives no DHA after birth and is shortchanged in neurological development, thus impairing mental and visual acuity. DHA levels of premature infants are especially low since they miss much of that last trimester and when born haven't developed the sucking mechanism, so they are usually bottle-fed. It's a wonder they live at all, and it's a crime they aren't getting DHA in their bottle from birth. End of quote. The University of Rochester researched brain stem development in infants born prematurely. Seventeen of the infants were fed breast milk and twenty were fed formula. Commenting on the research, Dr. S. Amen had this to report. Our findings suggest that infants fed breast milk have faster brainstem maturation compared with infants fed formula. The Lancet reported on research conducted on 216 premature children by the Institute of Child Health of London. Their findings showed that children who were breastfed, now aged 13 through 16, had lower blood pressure than those who were formula fed. According to the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, excuse me, infants who were breastfed have superior eyesight to those who were not. Breastfed children are 50% less likely to get an ear infection than those who are not. Science now knows that breast milk slows down the growth of harmful bacteria in the intestines. Breast milk inhibits the growth of bacteria in the lungs, mouth, and nose as well. Research shows that exclusive breastfeeding reduces respiratory infections for the infant's first four months of life. A 1998 study declares that children breastfed for six months have shorter durations of respiratory illness such as pneumonia, colds, and the flu. I found the following excerpt in an article written by Dr. R.D. Russell especially exciting. It reads as follows. The cells in the mother's milk not only attack bacteria that may be harmful to the baby, but apparently they have the ability to produce antibodies that destroy bacteria and viruses as well. Evidently, the infant who is exposed to infections and nurses from its mother also produces changes in the mother's breast. Within hours, the next milk contains antibodies in immunoglobins to protect the baby before the infant exhibits visible symptoms. An article in the publication called Mothering points out that mother's milk has 400 nutrients that cannot be duplicated in the lab. Research suggests that breastfeeding reduces the risk of sudden infant death syndrome, childhood cancer, diarrheal diseases, lower respiratory illness, ear infections, bacterial infections, diabetes, infant botulism, Crohn's disease, ulcerated colitis, and cavities. In May of 2001, the Journal of the American Medical Association cited two studies which report that breastfeeding not only boosts babies' immune systems and brain power, but may also reduce the risk of being overweight. 
Harvard Medical School, in a study of 15,000 babies, found that newborns given formula were 20% more likely to be overweight in adolescents versus their breastfed counterparts. When Katharina Sponborg and her research associates began mixing mother's milk and cancer cells together seven years ago, she wasn't looking for a cure for cancer. She was after a way to fight germs. Nevertheless, the physician and immunologist at the Lund University in Sweden has discovered that a previously taken-for-granted component of ordinary human breast milk compels cancer cells, every type of cancer cell tested, to die. The American Academy of Pediatrics makes the following recommendations. Human milk is the preferred feeding for virtually all infants, including premature and sick newborns. Breastfeeding should begin as soon as possible after birth, usually within the first hour. Newborns should be nursed whenever they show signs of hunger, increased alertness or activity, mouthing or rooting. No supplements, water, glucose, water formula, etc., should be given to breastfeeding newborns unless for medical reasons. Pacifiers should be avoided. Breastfeeding provides ideal nutrition. It is all an infant needs for optimal growth and development for the first six months, end of quote. Breastfeeding also delivers mighty benefits to the mother. Nursing moms show a reduced risk of premenopausal breast cancer, ovarian cancer, and osteoporosis. WebMD reviewed research that was recently presented to a pediatric academic society's annual meeting. It is now known that women who breastfeed after they're done lactating have stronger bones and demonstrate lower incidence of osteoporosis than amongst non-breastfeeders, and the same results were posted in teenage mothers. Reports of the benefits of breastfeeding keep pouring in. It is safe to say that science will never recognize all the benefits. Finally, on the economic front, an article in the September-October 1999 issue of Consumer's Digest states that breastfeeding saves $331 to $475 per infant in the first year in medical costs alone. Now, you can add another $1,000 in formula cost, and you can see that in addition to marvelous benefits to the infant and the mother, the breastfed household also experiences serious financial rewards. God said, to breastfeed your children. Man said, hogwash, science has a better way. Now you have the record. In the beginning of this article, I declared that Satan's desire to discredit breastfeeding is part of his meticulously engineered plan to destroy the benefits of God's word in the lives of men. He is the diabolic master weaver of the network of evil, the spider's web. What appears to be unrelated, benign strands turns out to be weapons of orchestrated, catastrophic destruction. Nothing is left to chance in the web of deception. Consider how closely connected these supposed unrelated strands of the spider's web become in the satanic effort to destroy the God-designed home. 1. The ultimate purpose of this section of Satan's web is to destroy the wholesome family structure. 2. In the late 1940s, right after World War II, a deprived post-war population dived headlong into consumptionism. The line keeping up with the Joneses is coined as the American family's quest become two cars, a boat, and a vacation at the beach. 3. The new spirit of consumptionism requires a two-job, two-income house. Mom went off to work. 4. Breastfeeding had to be eliminated to facilitate the new two-income home, thus enters baby formula, the new wonder of science. 
five. A huge population of women in the workforce interacting with other women's husbands leads to a huge increase in adultery, guilt, and divorce. Six, broken homes create displaced and emotionally unbalanced children. Seven, women's careers are promoted as the honorable occupation of wife, mother, and homemaker is demeaned. Eight, the need for abortion to protect careers and eliminate unwanted and illegitimate infants. Nine, Large increases in suicide and murder take place. 10. Sexually transmitted diseases become rampant. 11. Children are born with lower IQs, therefore less capable to succeed in life. 12. Damage is done to women's overall health and physiological well-being. The list obviously goes on and on. Satan discredits breastfeeding, which appeared to be an unrelated benign strand in his web. But now you have the record.